0: The have scared of things like I can't complain. 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 Who's going to complain? Huh? Him? I'll, 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 I'll do. My neighbor's trying to tunnel to hell. I'm going to sit here and complain. At some point, just level the house and start over. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. My name is John. I mean, what in the actual fuck is going on next door to where I live right now? This woman's had men over there every night. For six consecutive months, working on her bathroom, trying to remodel her bathroom. That's what she claims. She says she's getting a dog, and we're not supposed to tell the workers that she's getting a pet. I don't know why we're keeping secrets from the workers now. They're over here every night. They're pretty much part of the family now. They might as well just move in permanently. Do these men doing the work? Do they not understand what a pet is? If they see a dog on the premises, they'll just kick it and attack it because they're savages? I don't know. I don't know what's up with these workers. But they started remodeling her bathroom. They've been over there six months, and evidently they're doing the second bath now. They're not going to leave until they have every last penny that she's ever earned. As long as her bank account still has some balance, they'll hang around and find something else to do, probably. But I'm not a fan of remodels. Just tear it down and start over. Or move somewhere else. I will admit, though, there's very few things that I enjoy more in life than seeing sleazy contractors milk my neighbors out of all their money. You just set up a lawn chair out front, and you watch the meth-addicted contractors take trip after trip from their van inside. Because if you've never seen it up close, let me tell you that it's a show. Seeing unskilled laborers pretending to be skilled laborers, high on drugs trying to fix a bathroom to make it look better than it looked before, when they know that they have no justification actually working on this home, The first four months, they were just bringing their trailer over every day. And then about two months ago, they put it on blocks out front. They said, we're not moving it. We're here to stay. They're probably, I'd give it two more weeks probably before they move in with an RV out front too. They're dangerously close to establishing permanent residency. I'm expecting to see them at the community pool. (laughs) That's where we're at, guys. I don't blame the workers though. I don't. I should, but I don't. They're taking their good old time. They're making sure that they get every penny out of my neighbor, and I don't blame them. I blame her. Because imagine being in a place in life, you only remodel a dream home because she's not planning to leave. She's not planning to flip it, you know? She's not just remodeling it to put it on the market. She plans to live in this home that she's remodeling. You only do that to a dream home, and imagine being so bold as to tell the world and tell all your neighbors that this is the place that I want to live for a long time. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I don't want to live around people that are happy in their living conditions. And she's telling the world that, yeah, this is where I want to be. I want to live in this zip code. I feel comfortable where I'm at. Disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I'm not talking to her anymore. I didn't talk to her much before, and I'm not talking to her anymore. These workers, though, they're starting to make their rounds in the neighborhood. They know everybody. They're chatting everybody up. They're walking around smoking Marlboro 100s, stinking of liquor, high on meth, trying to find a trowel to finish her bathroom up, but they can't find it. And some of the tools they pull out of their work trailer, I don't know how they're using them. The old man keeps pulling things that look like pizza cutters out of the back of his van. I don't know what that's about. I don't know how you remodel a bathroom with a pizza cutter, but he's going to find a new way to do it. It's amazing what meth heads will do. Evidently, you can give this old meth head a ball of yarn and a pizza cutter, and he'll remodel your bathroom in eight months. That's the promise. That's what he's told her. We'll find out if it actually gets finished or not because it's already been six months and we're going on eight months. God damn. The other day I genuinely was frightened though and I had to flee my property because it sounded like they were trying to drill straight to hell. They were drilling for like three or four hours and I was pretty convinced that they were trying to breach the earth's crust and make it to the mantle and eventually the core where they would discover a little demon that they would bring back to ruin my life in ways that I haven't even imagined yet. What I'm saying is I had to flee my property and leave. And where did I go? I went to the grocery store and I saw something. It's a trend that's it's been picking up steam over the last 10 years and I'm sick and fucking tired of it. I'm tired of this grass-fed beef bullshit. People were in line waiting for meats and all they want is their grass-fed beef. Fuck grass-fed beef. There, I said it. I don't give a shit how the cows feel. Feed them corn. We have more corn than we know what to do with here. This is the land of corn. That's what North America has. All we have is corn. And everybody wants a grass-fed steak? Fuck grass-fed steaks. Eat a corn-fed steak like an American, goddammit. Corn-fed tastes better than grass-fed. And people will say grass-fed's natural. That's what these cows are supposed to be eating. I don't care. I want my meat to taste like I like my meat. And that's a corn-fed diet. So feed them corn. Open their throats and shove some corn down it. Don't let them eat any grass. I don't want my cow to eat a single blade of grass his entire goddamn life. Don't even let him touch natural grass. I want him standing on concrete with a tube shoved down his throat and corn going into his stomach 24-7. That's what I want. I like my food to live an uncomfortable life. That's what gets me off. But that's not even the biggest issue that I had when I stopped at the store. No, at that meat calendar, there were men and women ordering hamburgers. Fuck a hamburger. Please just eat a steak. There's steaks right there next to the hamburgers. Why are you ordering a hamburger? Are we not over this yet? Are we really not? I guess a hamburger's fine every once in a while, but these jackasses lining up for burgers, don't you realize that it's 2023? It's not 1955. Hamburgers were popular in 1955. We're Like we're living post-depression here. People lining up for hamburgers. It's trash. They just take a steak and grind it up. And then you put it between carbohydrates. I've never really enjoyed hamburgers that much. We need to elevate our standards a little bit. We do, guys. And while I'm at it, fuck a brioche bun. I'll say that. I'll go right here and I'll go on these airwaves and I'll tell you to fuck a brioche bun. People are telling me, you gotta get the brioche bun. You gotta get the brioche bun. I don't really even know what a brioche bun is. I really don't. Does it have butter on the top of it? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know it's soft. It has a slightly yellow appearance. I don't know what it is. People won't tell me what it is. I go to the store and I see them. I said, I don't know what these are. It doesn't have sesame seeds on it. I know that. But I don't know much about breads. And nobody's ever pulled me aside. I would love for a grocery store manager to just pull me aside once and say, John, can I explain to you what a brioche bun is? And I say, I don't know you, but yes, please tell me a little bit about this. Because I've lived 35 years of my life, and I don't know what the fuck a brioche bun is. Let's Google it. Brioche bun. Brioche rolls and regular rolls are different in that brioche rolls require more eggs and butter in their recipe than regular rolls. That's why they're better. Now I understand. Thank you, Google. Google. You did what men and women haven't done for 35 consecutive years. Nobody ever told me what these were. He says, although brioche rolls and regular rolls contain eggs and butter, the fact that brioche rolls contain more of these ingredients mean that these rolls are higher in fat content. People were right. Brioche buns probably are better. I've had them. I've enjoyed them. I don't really critique my buns very carefully, though. Just eat a goddamn steak, and you won't have to worry about knowing what a brioche bun is. I'm not into all this bun culture. This subsect of gastronomy where you just know everything about breads. Fuck bread. Really, fuck bread. If you enjoy a hamburger, you're a piece of shit. There, I said it. Somebody had to tell you the truth. All jokes aside, if you're going to eat a hamburger, at least make it a single hamburger. Don't put two or three patties on it. It's disgusting. It really is. It's too much, man. Don't do that shit. Just eat a single hamburger and enjoy clogging your arteries a normal way. Not three patties at a time. And it just doesn't taste good. I don't like three patties on a hamburger for the same reason I don't like a grass-fed steak. I want what I want. And John wants the best. Only the best for John. Only the best for John. Don't feed me a fucking grass-fed hamburger. That's the worst. God damn. But then I had to leave the store. I had to get out of there. Where did I go after that? I couldn't go home. They're digging a tunnel to hell here at my house. (laughs) Right next door. It's basically in my living room. Let's just put it that way. The noises that were emitting from my neighbor's property terrified me. So I went on the run. I went to the grocery store. I saw the freaks there. I said, I got to get out of here. And I decided to go get my hair cut. I would become quite wooly. My hair was long. I had that Fabio look going on. And I decided to get my hair cut. And I didn't go to a chain, but I did make the mistake of going to a place that had two locations. I know this is on me. I don't like aspirational business owners, so as soon as I found out that they had multiple locations, I should have found somewhere else to go. I really should have. I don't like business owners to act like they're going to turn this into a multi-million dollar franchise. And I walk in and the owner's like 55 years old. I'm like, man, you're closer to retirement than you are to turning this into a profitable business venture. You're fucked. Don't start opening locations. If anything, close this one down and go out of business. I mean, COVID really fucked up these guys' minds. It really did. The small business owners across America that made it through COVID, they think they're special now. They're like, oh, we survived the worst pandemic ever. Aren't we hot shit? No, you're not hot shit. If anything, it shows me that you aren't using proper judgment because every small business across this nation should have closed down in summer of 2020. I mean, what good business owner four months into COVID looks at the books and says, you know, we're down, you know, 65% this year so far. But let's just stick it out and hope for the best. Fuck that. No, you should have closed your doors, put a sign up outside that said fuck COVID-19 and moved on with your life. This man should have went out of business, but he's still hanging around and he's had the audacity to open a second location at age 55. Something about this doesn't seem right. It seems like he doesn't have a mind for business, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. He let one of his underlings cut my hair. I had to wait for a while. Well, I walked in. First of all, I walked in and they said there's going to be a bit of a wait. And I said, that's not a problem. I don't have anything else to do today. What am I going to go home and listen to my neighbor try and drill a hole to hell? No, I'll stay here. You've got a comfortable chair over there. No televisions in the place. I noticed though, never trust a barber shop without a television. There's no springboard for conversation. You've got me staring at the wall like a kid with a 45 IQ that has to wear a helmet when he goes outside. Because one bump on his head and he'll be legally brain dead. That's what you've got me doing. You've got me staring at the wall like an idiot. But I walk in and there's an American flag on the wall. Bad sign right there. The flag was so big that they couldn't even install a television to let me watch Fox News. I said, fuck me. I should have turned around and left. But they said, there's going to be a little bit of a wait. Do you have a problem with that, sir? I said, no, I don't have a problem with that. But I might have to run outside and put more money in the parking meter. She said, don't worry about that. They just came by. You're not going to get a ticket. I said, cool. So I sat down. Next person that comes through the door, he says, guess what I got? I just got a ticket. I said, fuck me. This woman doesn't know what she's talking about. He said, yeah, they're really strict today. At that point, I was like, fuck it. I'll roll the dice. I hope I do get a ticket just so I can come back and blame it on this broad. That's another bad sign, by the way. When you walk into a barbershop and they have a broad cutting hair. There are so many signs that I should have turned around and left, but I said, no, I'm in too deep now. So I sit there for a while, and eventually it's my turn for the underling to cut my hair. Not the business shop owner. He's fully booked, and not the bitch that was cutting hair. She's also fully booked. I would have been better off in their hands, but guess what? I didn't make an appointment. I rolled the dice. So I step up. I sit down in the chair. I tell him what kind of haircut I want. I said, you got to cut a lot of hair off, man. I got a lot of hair here. We're going to cut it down to an inch and a half on top, maybe an inch on the sides. And the boy's looking at my hair and he wanders over to the shop owner right next to him. And then the shop owner comes over. He's looking at my head and he says, well, if you want this cut, there's going to be a lot of hair that has to be cut off. I said, yes, I know. That's why I'm here. Isn't that usually when you get a haircut? I didn't think that I was coming in here to get hair today. I didn't think that you were going to magically make it longer. I'm here to reduce the length of my hair. Cut it off, goddammit. Imagine if I actually talked to him like that. I said, yes, I know, asshole. Cut it off. I didn't do that. I was nice. I'm nice in public. I'm not like I am on this show. So things aren't going very well up to this point. They're looking at my head like it was some sort of a ruin that had been recently unearthed from an ancient burial site. They're just, you know, they're like stroking their beards, looking at me slowly, longingly, without blinking, just in deep thought, like, how are we going to get this guy's hair off of his head? Use the scissors. Use the clippers. I don't know how you're going to do it. This is your job. Cut my hair, please. And then he says to his underling, it's a bad sign. I didn't realize it at the time. But he said, I guess you're just going to have to use the scissors for all of it. I, I didn't know what that meant at the time. But it meant that there was no electrical equipment involved. It was fully manual. This man broke out the scissors and proceeded to cut my hair for over an hour. It took probably 70 or 75 minutes for him to cut my hair. I had never seen anything like it. I kept sitting there without a television to watch, by the way. Just put on a little ESPN. Give me a television up in the corner of the fucking barbershop. Give me something to watch. Don't make me sit there for an hour and 10 minutes like a fucking jabroni. Like a fucking piece of shit that's not even worth entertaining. I just have to stare at the wall like a fucking idiot. So I did it for 70 minutes. I kept thinking the entire time I'm going to get this fucking parking ticket. I'm going to get the parking ticket, and I'm going to come back in, and I'm going to raise hell. This will be the day that I'm dragged off to prison, which is pretty much right next to the barbershop, by the way. It's not going to be a long trip. I'll immediately assault this shop owner and then voluntarily walk into the prison myself. But I'm being nice. I really am. I'm being sweet to these people. I'm being as sweet as possible. He just keeps saying, you have a lot of hair, man. You have a lot of hair. Of course I have a lot of hair. I'm not bald. I have a full, rich, thick head of hair. I'm well aware. I've lived with my hair for 35 years. I know I have a lot of hair. He's treating me like animal off of the Muppets. Like I'm untamed and ungroomed, unkempt. And by the way, I mentioned to him at one point, he's like, the hair won't lay down, man. The hair won't lay down. It just keeps standing up. I said, I know I'm Polish. I have Polish hair, you prick. That's not really what I said. What I said is I've been wearing a hat a lot lately. It's probably conformed my hair to the hat. I don't know if that's science or not. I was just trying to say anything to just give him a reasonable answer. I don't have an excuse for why my hair is how it is. It is how it is, asshole. Don't tell me how my hair is. I live with my hair. And he says, yeah, I wear a hat too. I wear a hat every day. Don't trust a barber that wears a hat every day. Don't do that. That's a big mistake. A man that isn't even proud of his own hair has chosen to cut hair for a living. I couldn't believe it. I did a double take. I looked back at the man. I said, yep, he's got a hat on right now. Sure enough, he was wearing a hat as he was cutting my hair. That's like going to a barber that's bald. And even that is more reasonable than having a barber that wears a hat 24-7. Probably sleeps in the goddamn thing. I was disturbed by it. So I'm sitting in the chair disturbed, looking like an idiot, staring at the wall. A man wanders in and he talks about buying a graduation gift for somebody who's graduating high school. I don't know what that is. No graduation gifts. It's cash only. If you're in high school and you're asking for high school graduation gifts, like making a list like it's Christmas, then you've probably given up all hope of a future because you're not going to college. If you're a high school graduate and you're going to college, all you want is some walk-around cash. You want money so you can maybe take a girl out so you can get laid and buy some pot. That's all you want. You're not making a list. He's like, yeah, this kid's making a list. Making a list? What do You you make a list for Santa Claus. You don't make a list when you graduate high school. I said, fuck me. This kid's not going anywhere. He's going straight from high school into the factory job. And I'm not going anywhere either. I felt trapped in that chair as he proceeded to cut my hair for 70 minutes with the scissors. He was doing it tenderly and lovingly and gingerly and slow as fuck. I'd take a mediocre haircut that you can crank out in 20 minutes over a great haircut that takes an hour and a half. But then after 70 minutes, he spun me around. I like being spun around in a chair after I get a haircut. That's one thing I do like about the experience. I like the reveal. And I wear glasses, so I'm partially blind without my glasses on. But he spun me around, and I said, great. It looks great. Great haircut, man. That's what I always say. I'm not going to tell you if it's a shitty haircut. And to be honest, maybe this is his technique. After 70 minutes, I don't even care what it looks like. I just want to get out of the chair and move on with my life. So the deed is done, and I asked him, How much do I owe you for this little abomination? He said, 30 bucks. And I happen to have cash on me. I gave him 50. I actually gave him 60 bucks, three 20s, and asked for some change back. I said, Give me 10 back, man. Give me 10 back. You keep 20. He said, I don't have change for this. So you better make change. You're not getting shit at all. So he had to run around to all the other businesses and try and make change for my $20 bill. It was absolutely embarrassing. I just hope that he doesn't think that he did a good job. It was a fair job. It was an average job, but it took way too long. But I'm a nice guy. I don't mean to make myself sound like a saint, but I'm a nice dude when I'm out there on the streets. I tip heavily. I'll give you a heavy tip. I'll find an excuse to give you a heavy tip. I did the math in my head. I said, this poor bastard's only going to cut four heads of hair all day. I've got to give him a tip. He's not going to make anything. He's slow as shit. I wanted to tell him if this cutting hair thing don't work out, then you need to come work with these construction workers that are currently remodeling my neighbor's house. Because you can take six months fucking redoing their bathroom with a pizza cutter. But I didn't say anything. I didn't complain. I didn't make a scene. I shook his hand and I left. I had parked about a block away. I rounded the corner. I could see my car and I saw the meter maid. I saw the parking attendant giving a ticket to the person who had parked behind me. Probably another unfortunate soul that was trapped in the barber shop. I just smiled and drove away because I take pleasure in the misfortunes of others better that poor bastard gets a ticket than me so now i was in a good mood i'm driving home not a care in the world i round the corner onto my street the first thing i see is somebody with a charcoal grill grilling hamburgers cooking what i presume are grass-fed hamburgers at 2 30 in the afternoon having a late lunch i said oh no the anger's starting to come back and as i turn to pull into my driveway what do i see sure enough Two construction workers standing there, both high on meth, holding pizza cutters, trying to tunnel to hell. I said, "Now you don't got to tunnel to hell. I already live in hell. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Patreon's up now. Link in the description. join his Patreon. You should check out his show, the I Can Complain podcast. I know, it's so it funny. Just, I just uh, uh, stopped listening to it. You will be offended. There's a lot. It is not political correct. It is not. Hello. Hey, Jessica. How are you? I'm pretty good. Mr. Rainwater's not happy, though, because you didn't do a pure Russian Rainwater spot this week. I was telling a story. Can't I tell a fucking story? Mr. Rainwater wanted you to know that he got his first artificial intelligence boner this week. You got a boner. Back job. Yeah, he was looking up AI images of Martha Stewart. Right. And he went from six to midnight faster than you could you can give imagine. Me the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush job? I think you could. He said that you truly never forget the first time that you get an AI boner. It's still hard, he said. Oh no. I think you could like that german kitchen ritual mr rainwater's been hard for hours sorry i wanted to tell a story this week a day in the life of john we'll get back to more topical comedy next week on the podcast nobody does a podcast like this nobody else is telling you that memorial day sucks they're afraid aren't they they are afraid they're afraid to say fuck the veterans i will say fuck the veterans i don't care A lot of these other shows, though, seriously, they just sit around and it's just comedians talking to other comedians. How awful is that? Good God. You come into my bedroom when I'm asleep. Wake me up for a piece of ass! I've always thought that comedians talking to other comedians is bad, but lately I've been brushing up on some of these comedians that Joe Rogan has birthed. Holy shit, he's got a bad track record. I didn't realize how bad they were. Yeah, 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 you're just jealous. Not jealous of him. You're jealous of him now. Do the pure Russian rainwater ad, bitch boy. (laughs) What did you call me? I called you a bitch boy. Do the ad. Pure Russian rainwater, ladies and gentlemen, it's still as pure as it's ever been. That's not true. It's still 94% pure, and that's all you need to know. Pick up a case today. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. I love you. I don't love you, but I like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now get off the computer. I got to look up Martha Stewart. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. And as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy, because you're